Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, and we are answering your questions, at least act like questions, here and now today. So we got a question here, uh, which is basically, how can I learn how to look up to fellow ISFPs? It's kind of like a camaraderie question, but I'm going to read the question in its entirety. Hey, Chase, why am I, as an ISFP, completely obsessed with ESTJs? Uh, like look up to and want to be like but also want to date I know they are my pedagogue also companion uh, relationship and have max physical compatibility but how much of that is nurture versus nature and how can I learn to be less off-put and be able to look up to other ISFPs so yeah a lot of it is nurture versus nature but at least from a nature standpoint your perception functions within your companion uh, potential companion relationship uh, from a pedagogue standpoint ISFP to ESTJ works just fine it's really the the decision uh, making functions and you with good nurture on your side and good nurture on their side you can utilize this incompatibility to teach each other and become better versions of yourselves and i maintain that this is really important and one of the reasons why the companion relationship is one of my most favorite uh, of the eight sexual relationships it, it absolutely is uh it probably is my most favorite i'm not entirely sure because the the opportunity for personal growth while having high sexual compatibility is absolutely exquisite it really gives people a lot more opportunities in life whereas like if you look at you know golden peril also known as the affection relationship the enabling is basically it's out of control it can be completely out of control that being said though uh when nurture gets in the way, nurture can affect uh, a person's personality type in a lot of ways. And one of the ways that it affects it is by stimulating cognitive focus. Uh, people end up being a subvariant of their type, basically. Like, for example, myself, I'm an ENTP, and that's my ego. However, I'm INTJ-focused, so I'm an INTJ-focused ENTP, so I'm a subvariant of the ENTP archetype. And being in a sexual relationship with an INFJ uh, who is potentially uh, shadow focused instead of uh, instead of being subconscious focused could actually lead to some conflict because I'm already shadow focused. And if you have two people who are shadow focused, they end up competing in areas of like in terms of like wisdom, for example. They're always trying to tell the other person, like, hey, this is the wise decision to do this. It's wise to do that, etc. So that can definitely be a problem. But there's also another way to look at it. If they're both subconscious focused, it's, it's constantly just about you need to make me happy or you need to make me happy. It's all about happiness, et cetera, instead of actually doing the wise thing. And it can lead to a relationship of your responsibility it, it, to the point where it could be pretty destructive for both people involved. So when it comes to nurture, you want to make sure that your nurture is a little bit compatible and make sure that if you are subconscious focused or if you are shadow focused, the person that you're with in a pedagogue relationship is the opposite cognitive focus uh, than you for the absolute best results. That's not to say that you can't just potentially communicate your way through any particular situation within the course of the relationship, which is absolutely possible. That is definitely a thing. So. But yeah, I totally understand being completely obsessed with your pedagogue type. I mean, I, I certainly am. I, uh, 
I, I love INFJs. I love them dearly. And INFJs as an archetype alone is one of the reasons why I go out of my way to produce content on this channel because I just really understand their pain, especially with my INFJ mentor just opening my eyes uh, to himself and his perspective on life because he's, he's a subconscious focused INFJ. And he's had a lot of struggles in his life, a lot of abuse, and he's mirrored a ton of abuse. And it's been very difficult for him to not actually be an abuser himself. But, uh, but there's definitely an obsession there. There's an obsession with uh, my companion type because INFJs just speak to me in a way that a lot of the other types don't because they're kind of like this work of art or they're this, this person who is struggling with integrity and finding integrity and I myself want to have higher levels of integrity as well because I'm trying to develop my FI trickster and having that FE parent present to help me navigate those situations uh, where my FI trickster would be necessary, FI would be necessary, but I'm not really able to produce it that much. It can be, it can be an interesting experience, and having that opportunity for self development for myself is is insanely good. It's no different, also, for the TE trickster, you know, to the TI parent, for example, or when it comes to ESTJ, uh, ISFP, having the uh, you know they're they got a little bit different because it's uh you know the uh you know the hero you know is, ends up going to the demon it's kind of interesting how that is ti demon and ti hero and they all sort of interact in that you know battleground of titans as it were but the thing is is that there's no boredom there's no boredom as a result of that and it can lead to a lot of growth because for example the pedagogue you know relationship when it comes to people who have differing heroes like you know incompatible decision making functions in their heroes like for example isfp is fi hero estj is te hero when there is definite opposition what ends up happening is that the these kinds of relationships can actually reach a higher level of humility than anyone else and it's because in the battleground of titans they're literally tearing down the other person's personal pride and then installing humility as it were and that literally helps them build character and become better people over time. So it's one of the reasons why I highly, highly recommend the pedagogue relationship. It's not just, it's not just you know, for the perceiving heroes, etc. It's also for the judgment heroes. There's, there's tons of opportunities for growth and development amongst any of the pedagogue relationships. And that's why we have it listed as second highest uh, sexual compatibility, second highest relationship recommended uh, for um, for sexual relationships, basically, to be able to get to that high level of intimacy. But the pedagogue is unique in that while it offers really great intimacy, it also offers uh, the best opportunity for personal growth and development. So hopefully uh, that answered uh, your question. And uh, yeah, I, I really hope that answered your question. So anyway, folks, uh, thanks for watching and I'll see you guys tonight. Can